and welcome back to Vignettes, the EWF storytelling podcast. My name is Gria and I'm the program coordinator here at the Emerging Matters Festival. I'm recording today on the unceded sovereign lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. EWF pays our respects to Wurundjeri elders past and present and to the elders of all lands that this podcast reaches. Welcome back to the winter season of Vignettes. On this episode, we'll be hearing Eleanor Gomez and Hannah Debus, and the theme of today's episode is work. Winter's outlook can emphasise the drudgery and repetitiveness of the everyday, and for many of us, the everyday is defined by work and labour. These are big concepts, obviously, and I'll pass to our writers to reflect on them. First up, we have Hannah Debus. Hannah is a writer and artist who lives and works on Gadigal land in Sydney, Australia. Here she is. After the second lockdown lifted, I continued to walk for hours with the baby in the pram. Heading home from the library, a clutter of pages and puppets and half-sung songs, I stopped at a souvenir shop on Marrickville Road. Not many shops like this left, offering made-in-China boomerangs, single rolls of Kodak Colour Plus and tobacco. Holographic novelty zippos, shelves of lighter fluid, surrounding it all on every shelf, especially the window display, the Virgin Mary. Busts of all sizes of materials, the Madonna clutching her baby, coronas trapped in glass. Plastic nightlights of Mary shrouded in prayer and Jesus now grown and crucified. Mini LED bulbs inside because who can be bothered with candles? Divinity. Battery operated. I love them all. The window was full of watches and rosaries, bobblehead dolls, ceramic animals, diamante dazzle. The pram hardly fit through the door, a procession of plastic flowers grazing the baby's hands. Swish, swish. He was too small to reach the shelves, thank goodness. I couldn't take him now. I chose a frosted glass Mary and Jesus that fit in my palm, $7, and a maraca for the baby, red with black dots, a two-headed ladybird. The lady wrapped them up for us in paper and plastic. I gave the bubble wrap to the baby, but he was too small to understand. Pop, pop, nothing. I put the statue on a chest of drawers next to the couch and forgot about it. When the baby learned to climb, he spotted it, pointed saying, Mama, Mama, pointed to himself. Their faces and bodies were soft and hard, rounded edges, pillowy cheeks. The baby was naked, thighs creasing just like in life. They both looked at me, at us. I'm trying to describe the look in the mother's eyes, but I can't. There was simply nothing there. To make a vessel, something to help us carry the things we need to bear, We have to make a wound. Uncle shows us. He smells like smoke, tobacco warmth that reminds me of my grandfather. I immediately feel safe with him. He has 26 grandchildren, he tells us. The youngest just 10 weeks old tomorrow. Every star tattooed up and down his arm is for a grandchild. He needs to catch up, he says. Needs five more. Six now. Now that Luciana's here. He draws a shape with ochre, a wide oval. It gets a chisel and a mallet, then strikes it. 
waits for the thunk that tells us he's reached the tree. We take turns with the chisel, driving it through the bark, listening closely for the change. My cut is the last, joining up with the first. Uncle hits the bark with the mallet, bang, 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 until it lifts. He pries it off gently. It comes willingly, a single piece, peels like skin. The thickness of the bark is satisfying. The wounded face, vulnerable and beautiful. The coolerman is wet, smells green. Uncle points out the lines, the lines he mimics in his paintings. A handful of ochre, wet white clay, rubbed into the cuts over the exposed face. To protect it from borers, from infection, from the sun. The red bands around the men's wrists stand out against the white. I don't yet know what they mean, but I know it's not for me. Uncle stars, a goanna up his arm. He tells us how these vessels held babies, swaddled in kangaroo fur, how the women would have cut them. The coolerman holds the sunlight, a pool of gold in the late afternoon. The river sparkles. I've never seen trees so big, giants in the water. Time collapses, young scars stand still. My only work is listening. I can only think in fragments. The smell of rain on warm pavement, on earth I can't see. The heaviness that precedes it, a mix of cloud cover and a lingering scent of jasmine. The reacquaintance with an observation as old as you are, a sense memory stored young. Of course, you think, the smell of the first spring rain. I am pure reaction. I react to smells and colours like a child might, like mine is too young for. I try to give these things to him anyway, the things I feel. Is it for him, I wonder, or is it for me? A chance to feel anew. I notice the trees when I walk without him, just before the rain hits. Ripe with red bottle brush and dripping with upside down birds, miners and lorikeets. How lucky I feel, back at home now, to sit in the quiet bathroom and notice the bird sounds. The frog mouth came back, we think. We hear its sad pulse at night. I hope it stays this time. Thank you, Hannah. Our last reading for this episode comes from Eleanor Gomez. Eleanor is the author of Admit the Joyous Passion of Revolt, Crushed Silk and Body of Work, and several chapbooks and pamphlets. She currently lives in Melbourne. Here's Eleanor. My name is Elena Gomez, and I'm going to read from a longer work called Asana Animals. This is from part two, Andromeda. We are well deep now. You'll soon see bog, rosemary, rosati, a chasm between craft and fine arts of roles, the role of functionality. Weaving crafts, a fine art, Alice Notley on the feminine epic, 
I'm afraid I wanted something all of my own, a woman's voice with access to the mystery of the dream, a symphonic poem, Andromeda, Augusta Holmes, or why is this galaxy big and also wide, also open? If you eat at heart, it's not enough to think like nature. I'm convinced it's more a transfiguration. It's like a Sufjan Stevens intro or a Meredith Monk composition. That's all woodland. And then the next movement, you hit the open air. I tried out Desert Mountain, but you know what those desktop backgrounds are like? A bucket of herring. Alma, the liberal landlord and textile artist, her demanding work, she simultaneously had to be close to it as if she were short-sighted and at the same time view it from a distance as if she were a long-sighted person in order for the tiny stitches to merge into a huge living forest, a cascade of trees filled with insects frozen in time. Alma misses out on high school textile, the blood that goes with it. Her emotions were transferred to her tapestry, the politics of your tapestry versus the politics of your relations. Alma stitches, Miller, gloomy, cramped, Mill Cottage, Gentry at the Manor House, the grieving Miller, his unmarried, childless, aged sister. Notley's night states or also, here's the other thing I forgot, we are living on a star. She completes it, 1958, now bears scars of xenophobic fascism. The one they tried to pass as mental illness, the tapestry scars singed. Kyoto's Alma sickens me sometimes. I remember when I retreat from a peak. Am I meant to understand complexity now? My beard is ruffled by the autumn air. Psyche's linden tree, Yoni's bush plum, Andromeda, chained Andromeda, Urania's mirror, etching hand-coloured the fifth plate. My rescue less dramatic, unfounded. Some aspects of my late lunch, a tuft of grass, a cotton bucket hat, the minerals of earth and soil, an old Greek tale, a racial conversation, a short pile of browning leaves, coffee grinds. I am the son of the satyr. I am of the woods. Control the individual fibre. Hannah said, I am a painter, not a weaver. A painter whose tool is the brush, but not the loom. A painter whose tool is not the brush, but the loom. Hannah said, Art is just a summarization of something one has felt with great intensity. Art is just a unit, a dropped dimension. Back to the galaxy, this captured woman, this symphony subject, the dead monster, Cetus. Elsewhere, local sheep, fermented urine, marsh andromeda. I've got more actions in me. I've got a nose for true crime, for tragedy. My father, the satyr, maligned. My song, that is the goat song, that is my sacrifice. I'm at the centre of this tragedy. I'm in the mountain air. I'm close up the sky. The ridges run, the marshland calls. I've got the mother's wish in my pocket. My goat pack holds it. This might make sense if you sing along. I followed the trail that my father, the satyr, left. The stories as such, the captured woman, the monsters of the sea. Could you smell it? The salt air. It's unusual here. The fish debt recalled. I'm thinking about the commons. A common goat. 
a sibling, my galaxy calling. Would you reconsider a recap? Stephen Merritt's cat, Dionysus. I'm in the marsh still. There's a little action. We are peering at the large spiral, the sky. It is my goat song, but I am still on foot. Hauptmann's Creatures of the Loom. A mob in iron and copper pots. Brood dies. Ocean goblins, the wanderers, mythical morals, heart desirous, hellball bouquet, Bainwort floundered here, our nightshade, the Florence booze account, wanderers as historical materialists, a communal history of human emotion. I am a wanderer too, but not in commune with the Greek gods. Earthly paradise, circular epic, but I, matted fur, steppes, marsh, plains, peat bog, Mountain chains swung. Hunger. It's often this talk of the mountain that gets us. I have brothers and sisters, but they are silent. And the stoic view, nature as poetic fire. This poem, my story, it's a tapestry. A poem woven. You can pull out threads. You could undo it with a word, with a tug. I'm a musical interlude or story song. The I want of it. A minor character. Have you forgotten where we began? I was in the small house. We watched the blue dye process. You are clever too. You can pick out the imagined moment where a burr grinder floats across. We use our hands for everything here. My hooves are plentiful, have felt many surfaces between them. I can catch pollen with my beard. I watched a brushing, a felt layer of fur fallen. It's a late motif, this brush stroke, a swatch too or threads in separation. My mohair halo, where else the wanderers, towards flamed spearwort, tight, homespun wool, Hannah's human pattern. Thanks so much, Eleanor, and thanks again, Hannah Debus, for reading this week. Thank you for listening to our second last episode of Vignettes and please join us again next week for our final episode in which we'll be hearing readings from Maya Hodge, Z and Eric Jiang on the theme of touch. Vignettes is produced by me, Greer Clemens, and audio produced by Joe Buchan. Our theme music is by Two Care. To find out more about the artists featured in today's episode and about EWF itself, you can go to emergingwritersfestival.org.au. Thank you.